Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It goes without saying that this past year has wreaked havoc on our lives in ways we didn't really expect. And those sudden changes to routines and habits, plus a mountain of unexpected extra pressures, have had a knock-on effect on our bodies. Not least our hair, which comes way down our system's priority list, and has truly been feeling the effects of pandemic stress. You've been in touch in your droves, looking for help with things like hair loss, thinning, greasy roots, itchy scalps and brittle ends. So, in this episode, we've brought together two of the best experts in the business to help remedy your hair concerns and get you back out there, not long now, feeling pretty damn good about your locks. Hello, I'm Roisin Devishokane, and this is Going For Goal, the weekly women's health podcast. On this show, we chat to our favourite celebrities and wellness heavyweights about what they do to feel and function at their best. And we call on top experts to share the tools you need to make good on the health goals that really matter to you. In today's super informative conversation, Women's Health's beauty editor, Purdy Norrell, chats to consultant trichologist, Annabelle Kingsley, brand president of the revered Philip Kingsley Clinics and Product Lines, along with hairdresser and founder of his eponymous salon, Adam Reed, who's also a global ambassador for the likes of L'Oreal and GHG. In this episode, you'll find out everything you need to know about how to nourish your hair back to health. From how often you should really give it a wash to how to treat dryness, as well as which products are worth your money. Plus, you'll find out the important reason Annabelle doesn't think you should bother with a hair loss shampoo, as well as Adam's amazing and very affordable tip for nixing greasy roots. Hope you enjoy this bumper hair special. It's a good one. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. I'm Purdy, the beauty editor of Women's Health, and on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all things hair. So I'm joined by two heavyweights in the hair industry who are going to be answering all of the burning questions that you guys have set in. First up, we have the incredible hairstylist, Adam Reed, who is one of the UK's most in-demand hairdressers. So he's launched three salons, a product line, created hundreds of hair looks backstage for Fashion Week, and is also an ambassador for DHD. Adam, hello. Hi. <laughs> and our other guest is the brilliant Annabelle Kingsley, who is a consultant trichologist as well as brand president of the Philip Kingsley Clinics and the Philip Kingsley product ranges. So there is nothing this lady doesn't know about scalp and hair health, and she is regularly called upon by beauty editors such as myself to impart her wisdom. Annabelle, thanks for joining us. 
My pleasure. Lovely to be here. (laughs) Okay, so hair health has definitely made the headlines this year. So there's been conversations about COVID-related hair loss and then, you know, all the DIY cutting and colouring that's been going, going on and obviously met with varying degrees of success. Um, And I think obviously being estranged from our hairdressers has certainly made us realise just how special you guys are. Um, So I think it's definitely safe to say that, you know, this past year has forced us to kind of reevaluate our relationship with hair. Um, And I think a lot of the questions that have been sent in reflect that. Annabelle, I'm going to kick off with you. And our first question is from um, Amanda. And she is said, why am I experiencing hair loss? And is there a link to stress, weight loss or possibly COVID? That is so hi, Amanda. Um, <laughs> and I'm really sorry to hear that you're experiencing hair loss. It can be so, so distressing. Um, all of the things that you mentioned, so stress, COVID, um, weight loss, all of those can definitely contribute to excessive daily hair shedding. That's what in trichological terms called telogen effluvium and it basically means that more hairs than usual have moved out of their growth phase into their resting and shedding phase um so you can be losing up to around 300 hairs a day sometimes in in that instance um but so first i'll start with covid so your hair basically while it means a, a huge deal to us psychologically um physically it isn't an essential tissue which means that our body gives it last priority so whenever we're unwell um energy and attention is diverted away from hair cell production um, and this and towards kind of keeping you healthy Um, and this can cause um, really severe shedding and with COVID we've actually seen it It usually occurs about six to 12 weeks um, after an illness so it doesn't occur right away but with COVID we're seeing it actually occurs slightly sooner at eight weeks Um, so if you you even if you had COVID and weren't symptomatic um, you can actually experience um, that type of shedding Um, and it is completely temporary so don't worry and it will stop um, just as suddenly as it started. Um, COVID can also cause, it has in some people cause weight loss um, or whether you lost weight due to another reason that can also cause hair shedding again because your hair isn't essential tissue so when you're not feeding yourself your body then neglects to feed your hair Um, and stress as well can cause hair shedding because I mean it's it's terrible for our general health and anything that is terrible for our general health can can also impact our hair health. So I hope that answers your question. But all of those reasons for hair shedding, they're, they're all completely temporary. So please don't worry that it's going to, to continue forever because it definitely will stop. And is it true to say that because I know, you know, myself included here, I was definitely not as washing my hair as often. And then I noticed a lot more of hair falling out. Was that purely because I was washing it less frequently? It might have been, yes, because when you shampoo, you're not causing hair loss when you shampoo. But what you're doing is you're dislodging any hairs that are kind of sitting loosely in the hair follicle. So when you go for a few days without shampooing, you have this accumulation. So you're just basically seeing more days worth of hair when you shampoo. But no, it's it's not actually true hair loss. <laughs> thank, thank you. Okay, perfect. And then Adam, we've got a question from Paula, um, who wants to know, um, why are the roots of my hair so greasy, even though I wash it frequently? Okay, so that, it, that tends to be, so your sebaceous glands and again, this is more cosmetic than Annabelle, but your sebaceous <laughs> glands, um, 
are what nourish the hair. So that's what causes the sebum to come out into the hair. Um, and what you may be finding when you're not washing your hair as much through lockdown, which I know a lot of my clients weren't doing, they were seeing that slight buildup of natural oil on the scalp. Um, and what I tend to do there is just, I always recommend that you do a dry shampoo first, which is actually a normal shampoo. This isn't a spray dry shampoo. We recommend that you dry so that you're starting the emulsification process. You then put the water on once the oil is broke down on the, the scalp. So you literally just gently massage your shampoo through the hair. And what that will do, that will help to start to uh, emulsify the natural oil. And then you'll find that when you go in with your next shampoo, that'll help to cleanse the hair and reduce that. And it normally just is as your sebaceous glands are regulating themselves. And if they're slightly out of kilter, you may find that you have that combination hair, so it's slightly oilier at the root and feeling a little bit heavy, but also, you know, a good dry shampoo. I always recommend you spray your dry shampoo. So this is a proper dry shampoo, spray it onto the brush, brush that through the hair on the days that you're not shampooing. And that will just help to disperse that excess buildup of natural oil on the hair. Lovely, thank you. And Annabelle, is there anything you'd like to add to that? I would say that potentially this is someone with fine hair who is asking the question, because when you have fine hair, you have more hair follicles on your scalp and you therefore have more oil glands on your scalp because every hair follicle is attached to an oil gland. So if, if this lady has fine hair, it's actually not uncommon to notice um, oiliness um, at at the end of the day, if you're not shampooing daily. Um, and just in terms of what you can do, I mean, Adam's tips amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to try that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Definitely. Yeah. I've, I've definitely got fine hair and suffer with greasy yeah. roots a lot. So yes, noted. <laughs> just make sure when you shampoo that you're giving a really thorough shampoo. A lot of people kind of just fluff their kind of their hands around their head and, and move them around. But you know, when you're shampooing, you're actually, it's not really hair washing, it's scalp cleansing. So you really want to like get in there on the scalp and give a really thorough 60 second gentle but firm massage to to get rid of those oils, dead skin cells, because your scalp is simply skin and you should give it similar care to the skin on your face. And Annabelle, this is another one for you. So Mel has asked, why is my hair thinning at the front in particular? OK, so generally when... Um, I have a, a female client who has thinning at the front. It, it's usually due to a really common condition called androgenic alopecia, which is also called female pattern hair loss um, or reduced hair volume. Um, it's really common in women, and that's something um, I love to raise awareness of because I think a lot of feel, women feel um, kind of alone and embarrassed by this, but it's absolutely not something to, to be ashamed of. Um, and it occurs when hair follicles on your scalp in genetically predisposed areas are sensitive to normal levels of androgen. So those are male hormones. And when your hair follicles have this sensitivity, they gradually miniaturize and produce hairs that are slightly finer and shorter with, with each passing hair growth cycle. I can't 100% say that's what she has without looking at her scalp, but that, that is generally the most common cause. Um, it can also be due to breakage. This front area is where we kind of fuss, where we fuss with the most, because, um, uh, you know, we use straighteners, hair dryers on it the most often. So it could potentially be down to a bit of breakage um also and I'm using my hands again here <laughs> kind of this area here and on the temples um right. 
when you experience uh, thinning there, it's really commonly due to something called ferritin, which is deficiency, which is a stored iron deficiency. So you might want to get your iron and your stored iron levels checked um, because especially in women, that's a really common cause. Um, In terms of things that you can do to treat those things, so with androgenic alopecia, so female pattern hair loss, um, using daily stimulating um, scalp drops um, are really good. We make uh, ones called Trico 7. Um, we also have prescription-only drops in our clinic, which contain uh, minoxidil and also anti-androgens, which help to protect the hair follicle from the effects of male hormones. Um, holistically, so keeping your stress levels low, because I know that's quite difficult at the moment, <laughs> but that can, can worsen hair thinning. Um, in terms of breakage, just using products to to hydrate those areas, being really gentle in particular to the front area when you style um, and in terms of kind of any nutritional deficiencies to get those checked out and then tweak your diet accordingly and perhaps take some supplements. Lovely. Thank you. That's really helpful tip list there. Um, Okay, Adam, another one for you. So Izzy wants to know, how can I deal with thin, brittle limp ends? What kind of treatments um, would you recommend? Okay, there are all sorts of treatments. Now, I always say if you've got a brittle end, the only way to get rid of it is to cut it. A haircut, And that's, yeah. <laughs> that really is key. That always helps and it gets rid of any split ends. Um, GHD, we have a great product called Rehab, which is a split end therapy. And again, you can work that into the hair. And what that helps to do is temporarily seal the hair. And what that can help to do is help to prevent the hair splitting anymore. So if you think about a split end, it is literally like the end comes away and it's like you can tear it away. So the more hair that goes the weaker that the hair becomes. Using an oil is great. I'm a massive fan of oil. I think it's a great lubricant for the hair. And again, these are temporary, but they're great ways of, of having a temporary fix. Also, if you are styling your hair, it's very easy for us to say don't use heated appliances, but a lot of people do. We have to take that into consideration. And again, we've just launched a great dryer hairdryer at GHD called Helios, which is just a really beautifully controlled dryer. Keep it at a middle setting and don't overheat the hair because again, if your hair is damaged, any more heat will actually cause that to become more and more damaged. But an oil, the split end therapy. And then if you are going to use a heated appliance, just don't use it too hot. At GHD, everything is set at 185 degrees, which is a good temperature. But if you're going hotter, think about it as a, think about your hair like a really expensive item of clothing. You wouldn't whack a really hot iron onto it. Think about your hair exactly the same and just respect it. But the best thing to do is just nip those ends off you don't have to take loads off um Mm. but that's the best way to prevent the hair from splitting any further if it's fine again a a really good product in the hair you know a volumizing product a body boosting product is is really good but again that's only temporary having a really good haircut is the best way to thicken up that shape we have a question from sam and she wants to know what is the what are the best ways to promote hair regrowth Okay. Um, so whenever um, you want to, whenever you think about optimizing your hair health, you want mm-hmm. to take a really holistic approach. So while the products you use are really, really important, um, mm-hmm. if you're not looking after yourself, so if you're not optimizing your diet, 
you know, looking at your stress levels um, and taking care of your general health, then your hair simply won't be the best that it could be. Um, So I would say the first thing I'm going to talk about is diet, because that is probably the most important thing that you can be doing to grow a healthy head of hair. So don't skip meals. Um, Make sure you're eating a good amount of protein at breakfast and lunch because your hair is made of protein. Proteins are your hair's building blocks. Eat complex carbohydrates at breakfast and lunch. I know a lot of people can shy away from them, but they're actually so, so important because they give your body slow and sustained release of energy. Your hair cells are the second fastest dividing cells that your body makes, which means that they're super hungry. Um, but because they're not essential, um, it's just kind of catch 22. So they're hungry, but they're the last to be fed. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a cruel twist, cruel twist that, isn't it really? I know it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please feed my hair first. Um, so yeah, so have a protein to something like eggs or fish, uh, quinoa um, alongside a complex carbohydrate, like brown rice, whole grains, um, pasta, breakfast and lunch, that's really good. Um, Make sure that you're eating enough iron, especially if you are getting your periods or you have heavy periods, because that can deplete your iron levels and that can really impact your hair. Um, Snack between meals, because energy to your hair drops four hours after eating. So have a healthy snack. Um, And then just in terms of stress, again, it, it is difficult at the moment to keep stress levels down but you know there are a lot of um online uh classes at the moment you know the people are doing pilates and yoga classes so it might be worth um looking at that as well um and you can always also in terms of diet back to diet you can if you find it difficult to eat well all the time you can take supplements um to help so you could take a protein supplement we make a really good one called pk4 soy protein um and this contains all essential amino acids um needed for hair growth um and you could take it also in good all-around multivitamin supplement containing things like iron and vitamin b12 vitamin d and again topical treatments that you use holistically alongside you know kind of diet and stress control yes so looking after your scalp um is really important your scalp is your hair support system um yeah i love the uh, sorry to interrupt i should say i love the it's i always relate to it so well it's the analogy isn't it of it's your scalp is the soil and therefore you know you nourish the soil the flowers grow exactly (laughs) so (laughs) exactly I always remember that one. And you don't even need, you know, just get a good quality shampoo for your hair texture. So you only need to really turn to, um, you know, anti-dandruff shampoos if you have an issue with your scalp. I wouldn't recommend going out and buying um, a hair loss shampoo because I simply don't think that they work. They're not left on your scalp for long enough for the ingredients to have an effect. And also because you're applying them to a wet scalp slash hair the ingredients are really dilute anyway. So just choose a good a good shampoo, um, which will keep your scalp clean and healthy. You can use um, a toner every day. So we want make one called, it's called Scalp Toner. <laughs> and it contains camphor, which is really cooling and soothing, and witch hazel, which helps to regulate oil production. Whenever you think about scalp care ingredients, just go right back to skincare. So, you know, the oldies okay. but goodies in skincare are also really good for your scalp and, and, and keeping your scalp healthy. Lovely, thank you. And we've got a question from Kelly who wants to know, how should I deal with postpartum hair loss? Ah, Kelly, I'm so I am experiencing this myself at the moment and it is horrific. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um so first 
what causes postpartum hair loss. So the most common cause or the initial cause is simply that your hormone levels are returning to normal. So when you're pregnant, your estrogen levels, which is a female hormone, these rise. And estrogen is a really hair-friendly hormone and it helps to keep hairs in their growth phase. So when after you've given birth and those levels drop, all those extra hairs that were maintained or, or remain during pregnancy can then shed all at once and in quite a short period of time. So that usually happens around six to 12 weeks after giving birth, sometimes later, sometimes it can occur even up to six months later. Um, And that's completely, um, that will go away on its own. Um, But there's often, there are lots of other things that feed into a postpartum hair shed. Um, And this is because our bodies go through a huge amount during pregnancy and also things can happen during childbirth And the stresses of being a new mom can also contribute. So you might have lost, well, everyone loses blood when they give birth, whether or not you had a vaginal birth or a cesarean section. And those can really deplete your iron stores, um, as can the third trimester of pregnancy, because your baby uses up your stores. Vitamin D is another one. So in the third trimester, your baby uses up a lot of your vitamin D. So the first thing I would do is to really make sure that those levels are maintained and are healthy. So you could get a a blood test done. I would actually just go ahead and start taking a vitamin D supplement anyway. The NHS recommends that everyone does. Um, Try to eat healthy, balanced meals. It's really difficult with the newborn. And that's something that can feed into postpartum hair shedding um, is that, you know, you're skipping meals, you're not eating nutritiously because you're looking, you're focusing, your main priority is looking after your baby. But really, really trying to do that, you know, keep snacks around. I keep bowls of nuts, you know, like crisps around so I can just grab them when I'm looking after my son. That can really help. Um, And also just make sure that your hair is in really good condition because if your hair is breaking, that can Mm -hmm. also further thin out the appearance of your mid lengths and ends. Um, so using things like a weekly pre-shampoo conditioning treatment. And this I love. Um, so we make one called Elasticizer. Um, oh, I'm obsessed with Elasticizer. So yeah, I use it religiously anyway, but particularly after I have my baby. Yeah. Um, and I started to then get all the funny regrowth. It was just yes. like for ensuring that it stayed there. It was yeah, brilliant. exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um, or my father says thank you. Um, yeah. But um and that's a really good one when you have a baby because you can put it on in the morning yeah. and then put your hair up and that keeps it out of your baby's uh, little hands because yeah. <laughs> they like to pull it hair and you leave it on all day. And then when you have time later for a shower, once they've gone to bed, then you can just wash it off. So it's a really good product to to multitask with as a new mom. Um, but I would say if you're just at the beginning of a postpartum hair shed, mm-hmm. it's horrible but it does stop. So, but if it doesn't stop after three months and think about the other things that I mentioned and potentially go to your doctor, see a trichologist and get some, some blood tests done and also for some extra advice as well. Brilliant. Thank you. And then we've got another question from Susie and she says, why is my scalp getting dry, itchy and flaky? Sorry to hear that, Susie. Um, it's really uh, so irritating when, when your scalp is bothering you. Um, So generally, when you have flaking, it isn't due to a dry scalp. So that's a really common misconception with dandruff is that it's dry, but it's actually almost always oily. So the other term for dandruff is seborrheic dermatitis and seborrheic basically means oily. Your scalp is 
the oiliest environment on your body. You have tens of thousands of oil glands on your scalp. Um, And so it's really important when you have dandruff or flakes not to apply oils to remove it because you'll simply make the flakes um, stickier and, and greasier. People will, like any skin condition, some people are simply predisposed to getting flaking and itching. And then if that's the case with you, there are definitely products that you can use to help manage it. So um, just like with skincare, if you had a problem with the skin on your face, you would use daily targeted topicals to clear it. And that's the same for your scalp. So you would want to use a targeted shampoo. So I recommend our Flaky Itchy Scalp Shampoo. You'd want to use a targeted toner every day. So we have one called Flaky Itchy Scalp Toner. And you'd also want to use a, a mask once a week. Um, and we have one called Flaky Itchy Scalp Mask. You could more than welcome to look into yeah. other brands, but just, just choose three. There's three steps. So shampoo, toner, and a mask to use. Also, look at your stress levels. Stress can definitely worsen flaking and itching. Um, And you might want to think about um, what you might be eating that might be triggering uh, your scalp to flare up because certain foods really commonly do this. Um, Things like full-fat dairy products like cheese, white wine and champagne can do it, Um, um, and also really spicy and sugary foods. So don't don't go and cut stuff out of your diet, but potentially just keep a food diary and see if any food in particular correlates um, with when your scalp flares up. Um, also, shampoo regularly. So the the reason why dandruff occurs is that um, the yeast on your scalp become imbalanced. So the microbiome of your scalp becomes imbalanced. Um, and yeast on your scalp, they are lipophilic. So that means they love oils. So they gobble up oils. So when your scalp's oily, these yeasts overgrow. They have a lot of food. So and that's what causes the flaking and itching. So make sure you're cleansing your scalp regularly to remove the oil. So you're basically starving <laughs> the, uh, the yeast of, of their main food source. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
And Adam, I've got another one for you here. So Jesse wants to know, what are the best treatments for dry hair? So there are so many. There are so many products. And again, my <laughs> real belief is there really are. And I'm yeah, a product I know, junkie. I know, yeah. <laughs> Anyone that knows me, they normally see my bags of product. But, you know, I tell people to try different things out and find the best one to suit their hair. And that may be from the high street. That may be from a salon. Take recommendations from friends. But there are incredible masks on the um, market that are absolutely brilliant oils are brilliant and i think of an oil as a lubricator so again it gives the hair the slip which allows when you're combing or brushing that you're not tearing through the hair so you're maintaining a good conditioned hair and again supplements are absolutely brilliant for encouraging healthy hair um, and you know starting within as Annabelle said, treat your scalp like your skin. And again, if you've got a healthy scalp, you are way mm. more likely to have healthier hair growth because, again, it's synchronicity. It's working together. Um, Carastars do great masks. Orbe do great masks. Uh, Larry King's conditioner is absolutely brilliant. Oh, I'm obsessed um, with that one. It's so it's good. so good. And George yeah. Northwood has just launched some really great conditioning products. I was testing some of them the other day. He knew I was testing them. I wasn't testing them for anything <laughs> else. He, he's done some great conditioners and they're in boots and in his salon. So, you know, the more that you pay, you'll find that the ingredients will be of a higher level ingredient. High but quality. if you're treating your hair all of the time, you may want to balance out with a really good intensive, expensive mask and something like an oil that will lubricate your hair on a daily basis. And with lubrication, that gives you the slip that allows when you're combing or brushing that it's not causing any more or sort of making hair more damaged. So it's all about prevention when it comes to that. Lovely. Thank you. Michaela wants to know, what is the best cut or length um, for fine hair, very fine hair? And I'm guessing to, you know, um, make it look lovely and luscious and thick. So, Michaela, this <laughs> is this is the burning question, really. And I'm asked this continuously. Firstly, you have to find something that you can look after and that you can make look great. That's essential. You could have an absolutely beautiful haircut. And um, if you can't look after it, it's never going to look that great. So consulting with a professional is absolutely key. Looking at how your hair grows and what you're going to do to it is, you know, that's key as well. But Normally on fine hair, I always say something with a stronger, heavier outline is great. Um, and what you can do, you could even have a razor cut just to go into the ends because that can give you a shattered edge that a lot of people think a razor cut is to thin hair out. It's not at all. It just gives you that really beautiful, sharp edge. But if you soften out the line, it helps to give volume. And then invisible layers, shaping in the interior is key. Some people say a bob is great for somebody with finer hair. But if you can't style a bob, it's not great for you. So it's making sure that what you have is a haircut that you can look after, that has longevity, and that you can get the best out of at home. So that could be that you have... Um, a razor cut or a cut with a texturizing shear that shatters out the edge, but you still keep a strong, heavy line. And then you soften down the interior, maybe with an invisible layer or a little bit of a twist cut that gives your hair volume and movement, 
without overlayering it so the ends that don't then come become fine so yeah. chat to your hairdresser and find out tell your hairdresser how you style your hair find out what is best for you and the way that you look after your hair and then work with your hairdresser to get the best cut for you lovely thank you a question here from ramsey who said i've got thick frizzy asian hair which products are best for smoothing it okay so the ghd rise is an incredible not the GHD Rise, sorry, it's the GHD Glide. The rise is from volume, <laughs> the glide is to smooth. Okay. Again, an oil is absolutely brilliant mm -hmm. um, because what it helps to do is smooth down the hair, moisturise. And again, it's sort of more of a cosmetic moisturising. So it just helps to seal down the cuticle, give you a nice shine, but give you that lubrication so you've got a good slip. Um, a blow drying cream, a blow drying spray is absolutely brilliant. I love L'Oreal Plea. I love the GHD volumizing spray because what that does is give you that really beautiful smooth finish. Okay. Then blow drying the hair with a medium heat. So don't rough dry your hair because again, what you'll be doing there is you'll be, if your hair is frizzy, it's dehydrated, it has a tendency to get fluffy. If you mm -hmm. rough dry, you're sort of making it fluffier. And then when you go in later, you've got to smooth that out. Mm -hmm. So start drying your hair with a brush, dry that through and then smooth with, smooth with your glide. So glide is literally like a dressing brush that's yeah. heated and you pour through the hair and it smooths down the hair. It won't reduce volume, it won't flatten the hair, but it will help to give you that glossy, expensive, smooth finish. And then what I recommend is you spray a little bit of hairspray through the hair and then you run through one more time so that you've got that really nice sort of looseness to the hair, which always to me looks healthier, looks glossier and looks more in condition. And what about treatments for kind of very textured Afro hair that um, experience dryness? So, do you know, I love a good co-cleanse, so a cleansing conditioner. Yeah. Um, there are a lot out there and I'm trying to think of one that I absolutely love. Davinez do a great one. I go into packs and I love, there's a lot of body one that I really enjoy using and a co-cleanser is brilliant because you, on Afro hair, it just moisturizes and smooths and seals. Mm -hmm. um, and I absolutely love a good co-cleanser. And then again, the rehab is absolutely brilliant on Afro hair, especially Afro hair that's finer. So that's okay. a GHD split end therapy because that helps to moisturize as you're working your product through. And um, again, you know, a really good finishing product. So you're sealing that hair into place. Um, the uh, final finish for GHD, the, the shine spray is great. And then run your glide through after and you'll get a perfect finish. A good co-cleanser is perfect. And we've got another question from Tara who wants to know, how should I deal with psoriasis? Um, so psoriasis um, is a, it's an autoimmune condition um, and it, it can't be cured, but it can definitely be managed. So usually with uh, in healthy skin, um, skin cells take around four weeks to, um, to kind to replenish themselves. With psoriasis, it takes three to seven days. So that's why you get this kind of, you can get this buildup on your scalp. Um, topicals, um, are, are really important. So using daily and also weekly topical treatments with psoriasis, you will have to get in touch with your doctor or trichologist for prescription only creams and shampoos because over the counter ones, um, aren't, aren't going to be enough. Um, so the, I, I'm not going to 
to, I'm not going to recommend anything from our range. We don't make products for psoriasis but, psoriasis, but you can even maybe potentially go into your local pharmacy and ask them if they have anything that they recommend as well. Um, and, and talk to your doctor because there are other treatments. There's UV treatment that you can have. There's certain prescription creams that you can use. This is from Phoebe and she said, I want to help the environment by using shampoo bars, but they seem to be making my hair dry. Am I using them wrong or am I buying the wrong ones? And I think uh, from a personal point of view that I, I'm inundated with these, like they're dropping on my on my desk every week. Um, so they seem to be great because they're water free. But what do you make of the formulas? Do you know what? I absolutely love them. Now, I cannot, I've seen the Bleach London one, which I've really liked. That's got a bit of a colour in, but it's brilliant. The Faith in Nature ones that I've seen are also amazing. I would say you're probably picking the wrong formula. formula. And again, it's like a shampoo. Yeah. Um, and especially because it's quite a new thing on the general market. Sure. Um, that it's worth getting a couple and again finding forums and talking about it is absolutely brilliant because it will be finding the perfect one for you but i love a shampoo bar what i do recommend is alternate between the shampoo and conditioner that you like in a shampoo bar so that okay. you're still getting that richness from the shampoo uh the liquid shampoo and the conditioner. And if you mm -hmm. alternate between, you often find that your hair really nicely regulates between the two products. And I know a lot of people do use a di different shampoos and things. I'm not the biggest um, believer that you need to change your shampoos. That's yeah. just a very personal thing for me. But I like the idea of a shampoo bar, maybe when you're at the gym or you need something quicker sure. and then use a normal shampoo and alternate in between. Yeah, they're incredibly travel friendly, aren't they? Oh, so and good, so good. Yeah. And actually, Phoebe Garnier have just released a, um, a range and they've got some really good ones for dry hair. So maybe check That's brilliant. Out. I tried the Garnier the other day again. Yeah. I'm a product junkie. I I really <laughs> liked them products. I thought they were absolutely brilliant, the Garnier yeah. shampoo bars. And it, for me, it was a smell. It just smelled incredible. But yeah, they were really good. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Again, this is an, another one um, that I feel like I'm always asked as a, as a beauty editor. Um, how often should I be washing my hair? And also, should I do it every time I exercise and get sweaty? So that I am asked that all the time <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> so I think I will, it's because deep down we want someone to go no it's okay but really we exactly. know we have to do it <laughs> yeah I would love it if someone said don't you never have to wash your hair again yeah. but, uh, but sadly that is not the case um so I'll I'll separate this into two things so for the health of your scalp daily shampooing is the best thing to do because your scalp is skin however from your hair's perspective that might not always be realistic so it, it does depend on your hair texture. Um, if you're someone with fine hair, mm -hmm. shampoo daily because you have more oil glands on your scalp. Your ha hair gets weighed down very easily. Um, and daily shampooing is going to remove those oils. It's going to add nice body and bounce. If you are someone with coarser hair or coiled curls, I wouldn't never recommend shampooing daily really because it, it's just not realistic. And also what you have to do to your hair afterwards can then outweigh the good of shampooing in itself. So yeah. I would say try not to leave more than three to four days between shampooing purely from the perspective of your scalp, because after that amount of time, you're going to get itching and irritation. And this in turn can then affect 
hair growth because research has proven that a flaky scalp can cause hair loss. It can also affect um, the quality of hairs that are growing. If you're listening to this and, you know, every three to four days also is not something that you're able to do, (laughs) there are certain things that, that you can do to kind of help keep your scalp healthy between shampoos. So, you can use a scalp toner. Um, so we have our toning tonic. Uh, you could. We just launched a flaky, itchy, dry shampoo. So it's the only dry shampoo that's clinically proven to help relieve flaking and itching. And when you do sh- on the days you do shampoo, make sure you do a really good thorough double cleanse. Um, so that's there isn't a kind of a clear cut answer because everyone's different. But if you like shampooing your hair daily and you like how your hair looks when you do that keep doing it. Um, and then if you don't, then don't, but try not to leave more than three to four days between doing so. <laughs> Thank you. Um, where do you think this myth came from that you shouldn't wash your hair every day? Because I feel like that's something that I kind of grew up with. It, you know, it's bad to wash your hair every day, but obviously that's not not the case, particularly if yeah. you've got fi- fine hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, firstly, it's not your hair, your shampoo, your washing, no, it's, it's your scalp. scalp um, yeah. But Probably because it stemmed from when, you know, shampoos weren't, hadn't even really been formulated yet, or they were really, they were soap bar shampoos. And I don't mean the new kind of nice soap bar shampoos. I mean, actual soap that would leave like a scum residue on your hair, really damaging to your hair. (laughs) They left it tangled. And also at a time when you, we didn't have kind of hot running hot water. So Back then, yes, daily shampooing or frequent shampooing was, you know, a complete pain and also did leave your hair in a state. Um, So and myths usually stem from like decades or decades and decades ago. Yeah, they're old. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Adam and Annabelle, thank you so much. That was I was nodding furiously, as you could see (laughs) over the chat. That was so insightful and so helpful. So thank you. That was really brilliant. My pleasure. My pleasure. Right, I hope you had a pen and paper or at least your notes app and your phone uh, ready for that one. Uh, You've been listening to trichologist Annabelle Kingsley and hairdresser Adam Reid, interviewed by Women's Health's beauty editor, Purdy Norrell, on the weekly Women's Health podcast, Going for Goal. Remember, if you've got a different goal in mind and want to know how to achieve it, let us know and we could be helping you get there in an upcoming episode. And as ever, if you want to comment on anything that we've raised in this show, get in touch. All the details of how are in the show notes. That's all from Going for Gold this week. We'll be back next Tuesday. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.